Hi, and welcome to the Galloway's Get Together Show with me, Bob. And me, Jill. This show is all about the London Marathon and the ten people who are running in it to raise funds for Galloway's. We're chatting with some of the runners and explaining how to support them and follow them as they train and where they run the marathon. We've also got some great music and a sing-along. So let's set off with Lionel Richie. The heart of the city street is beating Light from the neons turned the dark to day We were too hot to think of sleeping
Running Through the Night with Lionel Richie from 1983. That was from his successful album, Can't Slow Down, which sold over 20 million copies. That sounds like you, That's Can't Slow Down. <laughs> Always flat out. Right, this year's London Marathon takes place on Sunday, April the 23rd, and start time is 9.30am. The Galloway's runners will do the 26.2-mile route, beginning near Blackheath in Greenwich, passing by London man- landmarks such as the Cutty Sark, the Shard, Tower Bridge and past Canary Wharf and the London Eye. They will run up the mouth and the finish line is at the front of Buckingham Palace. Oh, so the King is going to get it. Yeah, hopefully then. so, yeah, yeah. And the Galloway's runners will be wearing T-shirts with the Galloway's logo on. You're listening to the Galloway's Get-Together with Bob and Jill. And if you'd like to get in touch with Galloway's, it's really very easy. The opening hours are from 9 till 5, Monday to Friday. The telephone number is 01-772-744-148. And if you'd like to email them, it's enquiries at galloways.org.uk. And the receptionist there will be very pleased to welcome you.
back to 1966 with a Holland Dozier Holland and production, Junior Walker and the All-Stars, and I'm a roadrunner. So let's introduce you to our first runner, who is ECLO and community worker, Nicholas Smith. Now, I asked her why and how she decided to do the London Marathon. So I started running kind of during the COVID-19 pandemic. It was um, kind of a way to get out of the house and um, started with 30 minutes of running at a time and then slowly built my way up to a half marathon. And then I actually went to watch my my mum do the London Marathon two years ago. And it was just such a, a great day and it really inspired me to do it myself. How did you then decide that you were going to do it for Galloway's? Well, I've, I've worked at Galloway's um, for the past year as a, a community site loss advisor and an ECLO, which is an eye care liaison officer. And I've, I've just seen firsthand how many people Galloway supports in so many different ways from our Get Active programme, um, the assistive technology team, ECLOs and, and site loss advisors. So let's talk about your training, because obviously you said you've done some running before. How are you preparing so um, I was kind of already running two or three times a week before I started my training plan. Um, I've got a whole Excel spreadsheet for my <laughs> training plan. It's very, very, very organised. Very organised. <laughs> and are yes. you sticking to it? <laughs> yeah, more or less. I've, I think I've put in more than I need to, more runs than I need to, so that if I do get ill or get injured, I can afford to skip a few runs. My long runs are the most important, which I'm doing on Saturdays, so that I have the Sunday to rest and and, and enjoy if I want to um, and I'm going up by a mile each week I would say but by the end of it I'm jumping two or three miles at a time which is going to be tough. I actually just did a half marathon on Saturday and that's the longest distance I've ever run mm. before and it went really well. Um, I ran with uh, my brother and a friend. I think it's, it's really handy to run with other people because it takes your mind off just how long you've got left to run. You're one of a team that's running from Galloway's. Yeah. So you're not training with the team from Galloway's, you're training on your own, are you? Yeah, we're hoping to get a few runs in together, um, but we all have kind of different routines. Mm. Chelsea kind of lives further away, so it'd be harder for us to meet up. Hasanga likes to run on a Sunday. But yeah, we, we should get some runs in soon. So have you any injury concerns at this moment? No, touch wood. Everything's going really well. Yeah, I'm, I'm finishing the runs feeling like I could carry on for that extra kilometre. Oh, that's always helpful. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying not to because that's when the injuries happen, when you push yourself too mm. hard, yeah. So what difficulties do you see you have to overcome with this marathon? Difficulties? I always struggle with my, my diet, to be honest. I like my food and I have quite a sweet tooth, so it's kind of raining that in. I'm actually going to give up chocolate and, and crisps over Lent. There's <laughs> a bit of a challenge before the marathon. Um, so you're eating lots of protein? and I'm eating lots of protein, though, yeah. yeah. Glass of milk after a run, always. What time are you aiming for on the day? I've never run it before, so I'd, I'd like to finish it. In... So that's your aim, just yeah, to finish just it? Yeah, finish it, that's it. <laughs> No, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy under five hours. I'd be really happy under four hours, 45. My pace at the moment is about six minutes, 30 to 40 on my long runs per kilometre. 
even if I feel like I could go faster on the long runs, I'm, I'm keeping back. What support do you think you're going to be having on the day? Have you got family and friends coming down to watch you? Yes, I'm hoping that my boyfriend will come over. Um, got my brother who lives in London. My mum will be there. Just I have a few friends in London, so hopefully they'll come down and maybe the Galloway's team will come. And... Yeah. So what's your favourite track to run to? So music I like to run to is really high BPM dance or... High energy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Drum and bass.
Galloway's get active. There's just so many things to do, such as walking, climbing, cricket, archery, curling and sailing. You can even get involved in a residential at the water park in Coniston in the Lake District. Galloway's get active. For more information, please ring Galloway's on 01-772-744-148 or email enquiries at galloway's.org.uk and James Colton and the team will guide you in the right direction. Galloway's getting active.
bike-to-bike tracks on the Galloway's get-together show with me and Jill. First, we had Bruce Springsteen from 1975 and Born to Run. And then it was Becky Hill from 2022 with Run. Now, our next runner is Hasanga Parkinson, who is Galloway's Head of Central Resources. And she explained to us how she got into running the London Marathon. Uh, well, I've been a runner. Uh, I've been running for about two years now. Uh, started with Couch to 5K, then progressed myself, done a couple of half marathons. This is like one that everybody wants to achieve. And the opportunity came. And for me, it was more doing something for the charity, giving something back in a way of thank you from me to the charity, uh, because the charity has supported me as an employee through some difficult times uh, in my life. And I thought, what best way for me to give something back? So you're training. How's that going? Uh, training quite intense. I'm a single parent for two children and also got a very busy work schedules so trying to free training in is quite difficult I run four times a week I do my longer runs on a Sunday they generally tend to be between one and a half hours to three hour runs uh, but yeah and then not just that I like swimming I like keep active anyway so I try to get the kids involved as well as part of my training during the week. What are your training goals? Well for me uh, try and get as close to the marathon distance as possible probably about two weeks before the race then have a really good chill maybe have a massage go to a sauna and really spoil myself and go and smash it <laughs> uh, but yeah really getting to that 20 to 22 mile mark so you want you're not going to have run a marathon distance before you do it you just want to get to 22 that's right yeah I've not heard many that actually do the marathon distance before the marathon Mm. Um, and I feel if I am comfortable in running about 20 to 22 miles in one go I think I'll be ready for it so what do you see as the difficulties that you have to come overcome you've talked about time yeah. constraints what are the difficulties do you think you will have to overcome it's for me um I compare myself to others which is one of the worst things and you can do when you're training because some days it could be really motivational thinking oh actually I've run further than some of the others would have but some days it's quite deflating as well and it's understanding that you're doing it for yourself you're your only challenge and take it at the pace you want to take it and most of all I want to enjoy the experience you know you don't get you have to apply and to be in a ballot to get a place for London Marathon and here I've been given the opportunity so I want to really embrace it and enjoy the race where I see my kids faces at the finish line and see that you know being really proud of myself yes yeah yeah, that's it that's a good thing have have you got any injury concerns I do swimming during the week and gentle walks I do yoga trying to remain injury free yeah but other than that touch wood I'm okay so far what time are you hoping to achieve oh my goodness (laughs) I'm hoping to finish (laughs) and in a respectable time and what sort of support will you have on the day Uh, my children are going down Uh, obviously I've got Chelsea Nicola and their family Um, somebody from Galloway's events team will be there and obviously, my family is everybody's in Sri Lanka, but they're you know rooting for me, supporting lots of encouraging messages. It's a big event, isn't it? The London Marathon. What yes. is it you're looking forward to about it most? The experience of it all. I have also signed up, like many other runners who's running for galleries, to this 
social group on Facebook who are sharing their own experience as to why they're doing it, challenges training. It's it's so amazing to feel part of that community. No, you're not alone. I'm not the only one experiencing these challenges. And you won't be the only one doing the first first month. marathon either. And and more than anything, to share tips and hints from previous runners. I think for me, enjoying the experience and the shared experience. Shared experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, we wish you all the best. Thank you very much. <laughs> Galloway's support through sight loss. Your first choice for sight advice.
Bush with Running Up That Hill. That was remixed for the 2012 Olympic closing ceremony and reached number six in the charts. And then it charted again in 2022 after being used in the Netflix show Stranger Things and was three weeks at number one. Jill and I had a chat with visually impaired runner Kevin Crompton, who ran the marathon last year and is also running again this year. I uh, ran it for the very first time last year, last October. Uh, for Galloway's. I ran with Catherine, who, who was my sighted guide, and running it with Ricky this year, who's uh, my other sighted guide that I run along Markham Prom with. It would always, it's always been on my bucket list since I was a teenager to do the London Marathon when I first heard about it back in the 80s. You know, I used to enjoy running quite a lot in sports. And then I lost my vision, and um, things uh, like tailed off for a little while. Then I found out about guide runners. managed to find a couple of guy runners, I started running back in my late 30s. But a knee injury prevented me from doing much, really. So I only had about um, a year or so of, of running. And then I moved up to Markham in 2020. So how's your training going for the marathon? Yeah, well, this year is going a lot better than last year's. Last year, I got uh, my new guide dog, um, Alan. So I had to take six weeks out uh, for training with Alan. And I also had a couple of injuries. I walked into a bollard before I got Alan up in Carlisle and smashed my knee in. And so that took me out for nearly a month. I think altogether I did about 10 weeks training out of the 20 weeks in total. <laughs> and then you ran the marathon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I ran, yeah, then I ran the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just ask about the marathon? There's that many people on the yep. side cheering people on. Yeah, is, yeah. Is that very disconcerting to you? Does it put you off because... You're running with your guide. Uh, They're guiding you which way to go, and there's all this noise coming from all these different directions. Is that something that you have to block out, Kevin? Or yeah, you do kind of block it out a little bit. But saying that, I mean, it's like the the crowd making so much noise. Then all of a sudden, you were here, you know, like your name's being called. So we we heard a few times like, "Go on, Catherine. Go on, Kevin." You know, and. And that kind of like gave you that spur and that boost, and it was the because you're still listening into your into your guide runner's voice because you've become attuned to it. Um, so, so yeah, but I mean, I found the crowd, um, those that were calling out our names, really encouraging and helpful. You do kind of block it out a little bit, so it's more of a blur. But you're, you're but you're also trying to take in all the all the atmosphere of it all because it's so it's such an an amazing experience. The sounds, the smells, the music. Uh, you know, as you're going around everywhere, and you know, there's people offering you drinks, you know, gin and beer and pizza. And... <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask really you. good stuff for running a marathon. It's too late then. You're already in it, aren't you? So... <laughs> I think there's every five kilometres you've got your water stations, and then you've got your Lucas Aid stands at uh, from mile nine onwards. You come up to get your water station. The idea is that you don't drink it all at once, and you just take little sips of it. Keep yourself hydrated. Um, usually my guide will just come in, uh, guide us in, and they'll go uh, two bottles, pass me two bottles, then grab one for himself. They saw us tethered. They may have recognised on the back because we had a blind runner on the back, but this year we're having blind runner written on the front as well to oh, make right. it a bit easier for people to, to see it. After running the marathon for the first time last year, yep. and uh, and you did finish as well, yeah? Yeah, six hours and three minutes. Oh, that's quite right, good. That's yeah. excellent, yeah. <laughs> what on earth made you want to do it again? <laughs> There was a few things, really. I think because Ricky wanted to do it, him and his wife were both inspired to do it. So his wife's Dawn's running with us and all, and their friend, our friend Joe. Uh, so they're all inspired to do it after me doing it. But none of us got in through the ballot. So then he's like, well, do you want to enter again, Kev? And uh, I'll be your guide. And I went, oh, go on then. 
And I think if training goes as well as it is doing up to now, we're hoping to get between five and five and a half hours. Last year was quite warm. Um, it was it was cold when it started off, mm. but then as the as the day progressed, it got really warm. I, I put an extra t-shirt underneath. I wish I hadn't done it. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, you've done the marathon once. How much yep. mileage are you up to in your training now? Yeah, we did thirteen point one miles, so half a marathon mm. on Sunday. So yeah, so we're, we're all, I'm already up to the point where I was last time, but yeah. this time, yeah, we're looking to increase that as well. Have you got a training programme set out then? So we've got 13, we've got 13 kilometre coming up, not next week, the week after, and then we've got a, a, um, an half marathon race in March, and then by the end of March, we're hoping to have done about between 16 and 18, well, possibly 20 miles, and then we'll start tapering off then for April. You sound okay. very, very enthused about it. Is there anything that makes you a little bit nervous? Yeah, I mean, there are, there are a few things that make me nervous. Obviously, I mean, it's still a long distance to go. And obviously, with a new uh, running partner, even though we're going to have trained for it, anything can happen on the day. And last year, when I was running around with Catherine, we had people just, like, running to the side of me, uh, so they, they, they was bashing on my hip and then we're having to do emergency stops because people were just stopping dead in front of us. When it's in, in areas where there's a lot of people running, it, that's the most dangerous for you, I would think, is it? It is, yeah, because, I mean, well, we started off in, in pens last year and then there were, I think there were 16 waves in the green and the blue pens. So they all went first. They, they all merged. Um, so when you got onto about um, five kilometres, they, they tend to merge together, um, which was, you know, quite interesting because you've got them coming from the side and down the middle yeah. and... Oh, well, that's brilliant. I mean, it sounds like you're thoroughly looking forward to it. And, you know, we wish you all the best.
Tommy Lynn from 1964 and I'm going to run away from you. It was a big hit in the Northern Soul Circles in the 1970s. Now let's hear some more from Kevin now. In this piece, he explains about running as a visually impaired person using a guide. What happened was uh, I got talking to the park run group when they started back up again in the, oh, I think it was around about the summertime of 2021. Um, so a couple of people invited me to go along. So I started volunteering. And then during the volunteering, I got talking about and said how much I used to uh, like enjoy running. And fortunately, there was a couple of people there said, oh, well, you know, well, isn't much to guide running. I said, well, as long as you can uh, communicate and run, we should be okay. <laughs> So a couple of runners gave it a go and had a bash with it. So that was Catherine, who I ran the London Marathon with last year, and Ricky, who um, I'm doing the London Marathon with this year. I'm intrigued um, to know how a guide runner helps you. I mean, obviously, they, they guide you in because you can't see where you're going. But how does it work between you? Do you have some kind of wrist connection, band, an arm yeah, band or we, something? Yeah, we have a um, piece of material called a tether. So it's about know, maybe 15, 15, 20 centimetres long. Um, it's got a loop on each end. And uh, so we, we both hold uh, part of the loop. You can, some people put it on the wrist, but I just tend to the soul man in my hand and my guide does the same. And then we, we can tighten it up if we need to get a bit closer to each other. So if we're in, if we're in like close um, quarters and there's a lot of people running around, we can tighten it up so we're nice and tight to each other. Or we can loosen it up when there's a bit more space. And then with that, the, the idea is that it doesn't pull me <laughs> or she doesn't right. pull me. Yeah, or you um, don't pull her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and how much and, information are they actually giving you, Kevin? Are they telling you if it's uneven ground or curves? Yeah, yeah. Or... yeah so as we, as we travel along, so a lot, again, along the promenade, we, we, it's mainly a flat surface. Uh, so they tell us like roughly when you're coming up to bends or if there's any bollards on the pavement. And there are there are a couple of parts where the surface changes and there's like cobbles uh, as you're going down the stone jetty. So again, they, they notify me of the cobbles so that like, it's a bit more uneven. And then if there's any broken ground, so if we do any trail running, or oh, well, it's, it's usually on the bike track up um, up into Lancaster. Um, so again, it's it, yeah, so it's so it's notifying me of like any hills and that we're coming up to or any little ramps. Because again, if you hit those wrong, you can always like you know injure yourself a little bit, or if you miss them coming off. How long does it take you to entrust a guide that they're actually giving you the right information? Yeah, well, initially, Catherine and myself, and again with Ricky and myself, we did a couple of like small little short runs. Then we just did it between ourselves, just on the just down the promenade, uh, just to get a feel for each other and just how we how we felt. Because they have to trust me and I have to trust them and. Otherwise, it doesn't really work. They're there to give you as much information as possible. So depending on how out of breath they get, sometimes they'll start telling me, like, we're going past Derrick's or give him a wave or mm. we're going past the RNIL clubs. or So I have a rough idea in my, in my own mind whereabouts I am as well. What happens if you can't keep up with them or they can't keep up with you? Yeah, well, the idea is is that your sighted guys can run slightly faster than you. Just so that, obviously, so if your pace does quicken a bit, that they're able to keep up with it or if you need to overtake. Otherwise, if they're running a bit slower than you, obviously, it means that I, I, I won't be able to run at the pace that I need to run at or I want to run at. Is your rhythm the same as your guide's rhythm? Is, or, or do you, after a period of time, become so in tune with one another that the rhythms are the same? Yeah, I think that's more to do with it. Because um, like Catherine and myself, when we were training last year for the marathon, we got into a pattern and suddenly we became in sync with each other. So, you know, a slight tension on the on the tether. I could tell if she wanted me to go one way or move another way. So, yeah, we kind of like became more, more in sync with each other as, as as time went on with our running. And, a bit, and it's happening with Ricky and myself now as well. We're becoming more in tune with each other as to um, movement. So we're, we're kind of like running as one. Any other visually impaired people 
that had a thought about maybe running a marathon or running. Have you got any advice? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd say, you know, if you can find somebody, you know, a friend or um, if you can contact, you know, you know, a charity or find a guide or go down to your local park run and just ask them if they're interested in, you know, anybody interested in guiding you, then, yeah, definitely give it a go because, I mean, for me, I, I just enjoy going out there and any stress, you know, it just takes it all away. You know, if I've got anything bothering me in my mind, I can just let it all go when I'm running. You're listening to Galloway's Get Together with Bob and Jill. If you'd like to get in touch with Galloway's via the internet, it's www.galloways.org.uk. If you enjoy Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Galloway's. If you like Twitter, it's at Galloway's Blind. We look forward to hearing from you on any of the platforms.
Martha Reeves and the Vandellas from 1965 and Nowhere to Run. They had 26 hits in nine years. Now, here's Nicola again explaining what Galloway's do and how it inspires her to run the marathon for Galloway's. With so many people with a visual impairment feeling that they're limited um, in the activities that they'd like to take part in, um, Galloway since April 2022 have had 657 people attend our Get Active events and, and whether that's going gliding or hiking, water sports or any any of the other events that we have. Our tech team have well, as well have done really well. Um, I actually checked some figures and 36% of people registered as sight impaired or severely sight impaired have never used the internet or just don't have access to it but since last April our tech teams actually had 491 tech sessions whether that's one-to-one group sessions home visit and and helping people to gain confidence using technology Um, so that's something that's that's really inspirational as well and our ECHLOs and community sight loss advisors have have supported people a total of 2,509 times with 382 new users becoming a part of our community so it's just really great work that we've done Um, so right now in Lancashire and Sefton there's almost 56,000 people living with sight loss but in 10 years time there'll actually be 67,000 people living with sight loss in Lancashire and Sefton. That's 11,000 more people. So the need to kind of support people locally is just becoming more and more necessary, um, which which is why I think Galloway's um, as an organisation is just, it's, it's, it's really yeah. great. It's really helping. And all of these are reasons. Every time you step out in your running shoes and every time it hurts when you run, <laughs> these are all the things that you think about, aren't exactly, when you're running? yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. And sharing this one and only life Ending up just another lost and lonely wife You count up the years And they will be filled with tears Love only breaks up to start over again You'll get the babies But you won't have your man
Denise Dutton and Young Hearts. So me and Jill had a look at the uh, the London Marathon just to see what had been happening over the years and there was a quite interesting fact from last year, wasn't there, Jill? Yes, um, visually impaired runners last year were able to read Braille messages that they were lining the course. They had them at 20 miles, at 23 miles and at 26.2. I suppose by that time you're getting ready to be finishing. <laughs> so a, a message of encouragement will probably do you good. The guides were able to encourage the runners to the left side of the course so that they could feel the banners as they went past. I really hope that's going to happen again yes, this year. Yes, it sounds a lovely we, idea. We had a look, but I couldn't find any details on it. But um, Hopefully they'll do it again this hopefully year. Hopefully so, yeah. And the first London Marathon was in 1981. I thought it went way back no, longer than then. The early 80s were the, was the time when running became quite popular and lots of cities and towns began to have marathons and half marathons. Right, I just thought it went further back than then. And of course, it was all it was all sort of made up in the pub, wasn't it, somewhere? <laughs> Which there are a lot of things I like that. I wouldn't know. Well, you wouldn't, but I would, you know. What a great idea. Let's run 26.2 miles. And there's actually a small group of runners who've done it every single year since 1981. Yeah, and how old's the oldest runner, Jill? <laughs> well... I would know. I wouldn't run the marathon. But in two thousand and two, Jenny Wood Allen became the oldest person to finish the marathon. Do you know how old she was, Bob? No, I don't know how old was she. Jill? She was ninety. Ninety. Ninety wow. years old, and it took her eleven hours and thirty-four minutes. That is absolutely it's amazing. Unbelievable, that. isn't Absolute it? And well done, girl. There's hope for us yet, Bob. There is. You're listening to Galloway's Get Together Show with Bob and Jill. I'm talking to George Whittingham, who's involved with the fundraising side of the London Marathon. So can you just explain a little bit about what that involves, George, please? So my job, essentially, when it comes to London Marathon, is looking after the runners and their individual fundraising, as it were. So essentially making sure that they're on track with the fundraising, if they're struggling with that, providing them with ideas um, of how they can fundraise. And like I say, just making sure they're on track that they're going to raise that money. They've got Just Giving pages, haven't they? Yeah, so they've all got, whether it be a Just Giving page or maybe it's an Enthuse page, and they have pledged each £2,000 to raise for Galloway's doing the London Marathon. So how can people get involved who are listening to the show now, how can they get involved with helping that figure of £2,000 each runner be achieved? So over the next few weeks... Uh, on the Galloway's social media pages, the individual links for the runners will be posted. And on those links, there will be a little bit about each runner and why specifically they've decided to run for Galloway's. Oh, that's good. And that's on Facebook, is it? Yes, it'll be on Facebook, yeah. yes. Facebook, so definitely. if anyone wants to contribute, they can go to Facebook or they can come to Galloway's if they if they ring Galloway's can they speak to you and, and absolutely donate that they could way? ring Galloway's yeah absolutely and yeah. they could donate that way of course they could yes right hey if you're passing through Morecambe why not call into Broomy Sunshine it's so much more than just a cafe with its great drinks and amazing delicacies sight loss advice and a warm welcome at number twelve Victoria Street Morecambe. Part of the Galloway's Support Through Sight Loss family. When I was a young boy living in the city, all I did was run, 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 run. 
from 2001. Now, we just recap a little bit on how you can help and sponsor the runners from Galloway's who are running the London Marathon. They all have Just Giving pages, and if you want the details of that, you can go to Galloway's website. Yeah, they're also running on Facebook as well, aren't they? So yes. If you each... keep an eye out on Facebook, on the Galloway's Facebook, it'll it'll give you links to their pages as well. Yeah. If you want to go to Galloway's website, it's www.galloways.org.uk. And just as a reminder, the date and time of the marathon is April the 23rd. Which and, is a Sunday. Yeah, and the TV coverage starts around about 9.30. Now, I also believe it's on the radio as well, if you if you prefer to listen. Yes, I think so. Is it Was it Radio 5 Live? Radio 5 Live, you normally cover it, yeah. Yeah, but the television coverage of the marathon goes on all day. Well, all Sunday morning and into the afternoon. And they have lots of interviews with all sorts of the runners and, and all sorts of famous people who are running the marathon. Yeah, hopefully they'll grab one of the Galloway's runners yeah, and have a chat good. with them. That'd be good, yeah, wouldn't that it? Yeah, that would be really good, yeah. yeah. Or you can ring Galloway's on 01 
for any further information or details on anything to do with the marathon at all. Well, or anything to do with Galloway yeah, at all, for that matter, yeah. 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 Okay, let's have more music now from Brian Adams from 1984 and Run to You.
that we've got a theme running through the show and that theme with the music of course is running and run and anything to do with run and running and I'm just all out of breath listening to that <laughs> um, so well you're going to be even more out of breath now Bob because this is your favourite part of the show isn't it oh is it, it? Yes. alright what are we doing now Jill? we're doing the sing along oh I know the words to this as well do you yeah, oh, yeah you better keep the mic down yeah I'll have to keep my headphones on as well <laughs> yeah um, we're going to sing now together because we all know that singing makes you feel better and this is the Spencer Davis group keep on running singing along there to the Spencer Davis group and keep on running. We'd like to wish all the runners, the guides and the people who have been with the runners all through their training, all the very best in the London Marathon. And it's on TV and radio so you can follow it and maybe catch one of the team. And don't forget the runners will be wearing T-shirts and vests with the Galloway's logo on the front and back. So for now, it's goodbye from me, Jill. And it's ta a bit from me, Bob.
And if you'd like to get in touch with Galloway's, it's really very easy. The opening hours are from 9 till 5, Monday to Friday. The telephone number is 01772-744-148. And if you'd like to email them, it's enquiries at galloways.org.uk. And the receptionist there will be very pleased to welcome you. <laughs>